This is Demarcus Black with those heathens over there. We got the usual crew, um, but yet the first topic that we're going to cover is um, is parenting. Um, so this should be interesting because um, we have a good spread. We have at least um, three fathers of varied um, aged um, kids. We have one mother, um, and we have a I want to call I want to say stepfather, but either way, um, we have different outlooks and views on what that looks like. Um, so the reason I'm bringing up parenting for this actual podcast is because I had some uh, some issues, if you will, with my 16 year old uh, this weekend. So he recently started working um, and my wife and I were out doing some errands um, at the uh, the Lowe's picking up some stuff. He was supposed to be at a uh, work meeting at, at 10 o'clock. He uh, he waits till 1050. I'm sorry, 950 to text us on some where y'all at. Well, first of all, bro, if you were supposed to be at work at 10, uh, 10 o'clock, why are you texted me 10 minutes before? I can't get you there in 10 minutes. There's no way I can beam your ass over there. And the second part is if you've been up since 830, you should have probably figured out where your parents were before then. But uh, he, he tried to attempt to blame his mother and I for why he couldn't make it to work. Uh, did, did you guys know about the meeting uh, prior to that morning? <clears throat> So I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, so it was 50-50. So yes, we did know about that meeting prior to that, to the morning. We knew about it the night before. However, as, as, as life happens, we, we lost track of time uh, and we forgot about it. Um, so when he didn't reach out to us until 9.50, it was already kind of too late for that, you know? Well, coming, coming from a standpoint of I, I don't have my own children. Uh, I try and treat uh, my... Uh, my fiance's children as they're my children, um, being engaged and being involved with what they have going on, like it matters. Right. And then yeah. looking at, at what's important to them at some level, it needs to be important to you. So if his, the way I would look at it is if his work thing was at 10, uh, I'm pretty much not doing anything that morning. I'm going to probably make breakfast maybe. Uh, but, but that's the focus of the day. After I drop him off, then I can go out to Lowe's or Home Depot or uh, whatever other activities I want to do uh, until I can go pick him up if he doesn't have a vehicle. So I'm glad you said that. So our only issue is that as his parents and, and, and being his parents for the last 16 years, um, he is still in the, in, the, in the thing where like I think my wife still wakes him up in the morning to like get ready for classes and things like that. So she's like and I'm like, we're over that, man. You're 16. Like you have a job, right? So at some point in time, you should probably be talking to your mother and I to schedule your way to get to work. And even if you hadn't checked on us to see where we were, because it, it shouldn't take you till 950 to realize that we're not home, right? Um, you should have planned accordingly to say, hey, look, I should check with mom and dad to make sure they know that I have to do this in two hours. Or I should plan for like, if they're not here, which I should confirm, I should plan for an Uber or maybe start walking now to get where I need to be. But you don't yeah. wait. You don't depend on somebody that heavily to where you're like, it's 950. Let me let me go see if mom and dad is ready. Second of all, your job is 20 to 30 minutes away. So 950 ain't a real thing, bro. Mm. The fact that I have a kid around the same age, at this point, that child is self-sufficient. There is Correct. no absolute reason why I should be more in tune with your schedule than you are. Correct. The whole point of raising kids 
to be self-sufficient is so that you can start to focus on all the other 18 billion things that you have to get done in a day. So if his only one focus is to go to this job interview or this job meeting, he has no other excuses. It is not like he's trying to plan his work day. It's not like he's trying to plan for what dinner is going to be made or what errands need to be done or what bills need to be paid. It's one small thing. And my child is the exact same way. They feel as though we, we're their safety net, but the world is not a safety net. So at some point, if they don't start to take ownership now, you're going to have a 32-year-old grown man in your basement drinking surges still relying on you to pay the lights they make the electric no and the water uh <laughs> they still do and there's some people who still drink them <laughs> if they do send me a case send me a case asap <laughs> i agree with you uh diana i i do agree with you but what well, i guess where i'm where i'm coming from is like if that young man is, is or young young woman is, is trying to do something um the encouragement to get them there and to support them in that light. Um, I'm not talking about didn't wake up on time. I'm not talking about didn't do his laundry or anything like that. Uh, this is the, the individuals, the young, the young man or woman's initial start into the workforce. And I think a lot of times um, younger, younger people have a hard time expressing their emotions in a productive way. So he's probably frustrated, still trying to figure out what's going on, doesn't know how to really communicate a lot. And that's where I try and be there for him. Right. So the communication is key. However, he still has a responsibility to be aware of the fact that he has said, you know, place that he needs to be at. So I agree with what you're saying. It's just he's got to be responsible. And yes, he may not know how to articulate that he needs help, but his father is not going to be there every step of the way to say, you know, hey, did you do, are you ready to go? Do you need me to take you here or X, Y, Z? And then ask yourself this as a kid growing up, whether it be this day and age or back then, how much responsibility were you given as a kid? You were given a whole lot more than what kids these days are given, right? So getting yourself to and from a job that was two, three, four miles away, you had to figure out, you know, what the bus schedule was to get you to point A and point B because you know, maybe your parents didn't have a car or a way to get you there or any type of means of community or transportation to, to assist you. So I think what he's trying to get at is, yes, I'm going to help you be responsible, but at some point I can't be your crutch. Like I can't be in tuned with what you need to get done and you not be just as in tuned as I am. If I'm Correct. giving 100 percent of my energy, you got to give me back 100 percent. And I'll go with all of that. I, right. Right. I'll go with all that. But I think my my stopping point for for this situation or a situation similar to this would have been the conversation the day or night prior to the morning. I got to go to this job interview is, hey, are you guys going to take me or do I need to figure out how I'm going to get there? Um, the bus yes. runs at seven. Yes. It runs at eight thirty yep. or hey, my friend's going to come okay. pick me up. Or can you guys drop me off? Like that conversation needed to happen. Correct. And I that think conversation that, did not happen, and it was not right, our job right. to initiate that conversation. Is, so, it, is it not when? At what point do you not hear that conversation and say, "Hey, aren't you forgetting something?" Or so is there something you want to talk about? Like easily, that, easily, the, when they hit ten to twelve years old and they can comprehend the day to day tasks they have, 
when they're supposed to be waking themselves up in the morning, when they tell you what they need from the grocery store, when they can tell you that they're hungry, when they can ask you what's for dinner, when they can ask you actual, like when they can verbalize the things that they need to be effective and successful, that's when for me, it kind of slows down and stops because if he knows what he Absolutely. needs and he doesn't vocalize it hours before, because we've told him multiple times, hey man, you should probably set your alarm this time. Hey man, you should probably be asleep at this time so you don't, don't oversleep. If we have to keep doing that time and time again, and now you have a job and you're 16, I'm not responsible for you keeping your job. You are responsible for you keeping your job. Like I'm following I have you. other things to do. Like I still have a I life that the, I have to live. Right, but I think the my my view on it is how you mentioned, hey, they're going to school, they're asking for the groceries they want, they're things like this. These are things that they have have witnessed both you and your wife do repeatedly, right? And so now they understand how that works. This was his first time looking at a job opportunity or something like that. Like Correct. this was this was the first time for that. Correct. But and, he understands at this age, he understands priorities. He should know priorities and he knows that he has his priorities and we have our priorities. So if it is of a high priority to him, then he should know because we've spoken about it multiple times. Hey, I need to talk to mom and dad about this to ensure that I know or have what I need. But his response was, you know what? I'm not going to depend on you and mom no more. OK, I don't know how that's possible because you're 16. You will depend on us until you're an adult and out of our house. We still have to feed you. We still have to buy you clothes. We still have to do X, Y, and Z for you. So if your answer is, I'm going to stop depending on you and mom, and you're mad at us because we dropped the ball one time, you out your mind, son. Hey, that, that's, that, is, that is emotionally changing. That's him going through puberty and lashing out. Like, there, there's a lot of things that are changing. I mean, you've been 14, 15 too, right? Like, as you grow, everybody's emotions shift differently. They all, they all go through a change, and it's, it's uh, unique to that individual. He clearly knows that he needs you and relies on you uh, and loves you. I mean, that, that's not a that's really not a question. That's something that somebody's saying to lash out. I want attention. I want you to be just as upset as me. Here are some like things I can say that will uh, potentially hurt your feelings. Right. Like that's he's just fine. lashing out. Then that's fine. That's understandable. But at this level in our lives, his mother and I don't have to respond to him lashing out because the, the the easiest Fast. response is, well, hey, uh, sorry, bro. I'm not taking to work no more. Uh, kick rocks. Figure it out your damn self. No, I agree. You don't. You don't need to respond to his emotional outbursts. I'm. I'm just putting into a little bit of context of, of okay. where stuff like that I think is coming from. And I get that, but the context that you 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 need to understand is, we have been taking care of another human being for the last 16 years of his life. Every day. That's a responsibility anything, of doing that dance y'all did. You know what I'm correct. saying? Any anything that he wants or asks for, we try to get him. For him okay. to negate or not understand or acknowledge the things that we do for him on a daily basis at 16 years old is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. No, the I think the, the biggest difference between uh, children and adults is how you deal with frustration, how you deal with disappointment. Right. Uh, children get frustrated and they don't have anything to compare it to. They don't know what to do. They lose their mind. They throw a tantrum. They throw a fit. What have you. Um, with the lifestyle you've been able to provide him, this is probably one of the things that was important to him that he actually felt some kind of adversity towards, you know what I mean? Um, he's getting involved in different sports or different things like that. And you've always been there to support that in any way that you could. 
And maybe he felt like they weren't there to support me for this thing too. And I get that. But my, my issue is again, prior to you hitting 16 years of age and getting your first job, there has been issues, trials, obstacles that you've run into that his mother and I have addressed with him in accordance with how we believe he should respond to them. So okay. if we tell you that the correct way to respond is not X, Y, and Z 10 to 20 times and you do it again and you're 16, there's no justification. There's none. There's zero. Because it's not like we haven't addressed it. We have addressed it. You still choose to, to act off of emotion, vice, rationale, and sit down and take a minute to say, hey, let me get my stuff together before I actually address this with them. Because I told him, I told I hey, 100%, bro, you want to go high into the right? I'll go high into the right with you. But I promise you, your ass is going to hurt a lot fucking more than I am because I will go extreme high to the right and I will bust you in your fucking chest. And I won't have one fucking problem with it. Well, so I told him, I, I told think, him, hey, I'll feed off his energy. If you come at me negative, I'm going to come at you negative. Yeah, but but I think you put a lot other things you put a lot of other things in the context just now than than I think I was paying attention to before with all the different times that situations like this have come up and he's responded the same way or his actions have led him to the same outcome, right? Um because I agree you can't coddle the child forever, right? Like yep. you cannot sit there and and do things for him forever. Um I think initially when you brought it up to me it sounded like hey this is the first time for this and this was the outcome. Uh looking at it now You've definitely given him opportunities uh, to to not only learn for himself, but to grow and and uh, gain some knowledge from those situations. So, so, so I know uh, that uh, I know that T Nice and uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, T Nice and DBE got something to say. So, what y'all got? Hey, so this is DBE here. Um, so, just kind of sitting back, listening to both of what you guys were saying, and I don't say that I totally agree with both. However. I am a father of a 20-year-old, a 17-year-old, a 13-year-old, and now an 18-month-old, which is a terrible idea on my part. But mm. but what Get I it. will say is what, what I, I'm being real, man. I'm being, I thought it was a good idea at the time. No. Uh, you hit I, that reset button. Yeah. I, 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 hard. I, you I hit it hard. Yeah, I had, a yeah, five, I had five years to get him out of the house, and now I'm back to square one. But here, here's my thoughts on it. Here's my thoughts on it, man. I kind of see, I look back on how my upbringing was, right? And I see the lifestyle that I've provided to my children up until this point, right? Which is completely different than what I was accustomed to coming up. Now, that's not saying that I wish I gave them the lifestyle that I had or worse. That That's not what I'm saying. However, I think if they would have had a taste of what I had to deal with in my upbringing, I think it would give them a better, uh, a better idea of how to handle certain situations. And just yesterday, I had a situation where my 17-year-old that's a, in her senior year of high school right now, um, we had a time window to go pick up books due to us being in virtual learning. Um, they gave the seniors a block on when they had to go in. And this, unfortunately, the school, you, you have to drive to it where I'm at. So with that said, the window was from 12 to 2. I had in my mind knowing that I was going to take her. At that point, I said, OK, at around 1230, 1245, I'll leave here. We'll go get these books on our way back. We'll grab lunch. I had this whole thing mapped out in my head. Right. I even told her about it. At 1121 yesterday in the morning, 
she comes up to me and says, we need to go get the books. And I said, yeah, I understand that. We're going to do it at this time. She goes, well, I have a virtual class at 1 p.m. tomorrow or today rather. And I can't I can't be there when you're trying to be there. When did you find out about this class? Oh, I knew about it two days ago. Yep. So how do you understand? How do you think that I know what you know? If you're not letting us know this, you know, I know that I have in this situation, I have to be your crutch. I get it. I know that you have to rely on me for this. Right. There is no other way around it. But if I don't know some inf pertinent information that you have, how do you expect me to know? And then, oh, by the way, you're going to come up to me nine minutes. Like, literally, she kept walking in out of the room like, you ready? I kept looking at her like, bitch, who, who the fuck are you rushing? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was getting very aggravating. And I kind of removed myself from the situation. I just got dressed and kind of blocked her out. And I didn't address it until we got into the car because I knew that, one, I'd be a little more cooled off. And then two, I can actually talk about it and explain to her why she can't be doing things in this manner. Yep. And I think from Vic's perspective, yes, I think it's important that we fall into our kids' lives and we make them a priority. But that's to a certain extent. Yep. Just because you have something going on doesn't mean unless you need me to. Like if you convey that to me and you say, hey, I would really like you for this or, hey, I need a ride. Is that OK? More of a more of a question, not more like directed towards me. But when you're when you're a teenager and you reach a certain age and you're getting ready to go out into what we call the real world, you know, it's dirty out there. It's nasty, man. There's yeah. nobody that's going to be kind of coddling you like your parents do. And I think at a certain point, we need to hold ourselves as well accountable um, for like how our children end up, because at the end of the day, it's what we did that makes them kind of have the personalities that they have. Yep. T nice. What you got? All right. So uh, now nah, I'm, I'm going to keep it cool. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go all high into the right. Like I usually do, but <laughs> I can say, right. Is that man, teenagers are rough, man. And they are hard. And I know for like, uh, ego, you got a couple in the house and you know, and I could be misspeaking, but, um, this this one for my first one, I just for at first I would go high into the right, you know what I mean? Like, yo, I ain't just slave, you about to be grown, figure it out. But then at the same time, they don't know how to figure it out. You get what I'm saying? Like they trying to figure out this life thing and we trying to figure out this teenage thing at the same exact time. <clears throat> so after I ain't gonna say punch him in the face, but saying, nah, get up out my face, I ain't doing it. And then my wife pulling me back. Um, you, I, you got to lay out the rules first, or you got to lay out the guidelines. So, current situation for me, my daughter, like freshman in college, and she got a job offer. So we're at the point now where she comes to me and asks me about the job offer, and I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, this is what I need, and she was like, yes, I know. You need the date, you need the times and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, right. And at the same time, I'm going to need a reminder because you ain't the only one in this house. And now we're all on the same page. Yeah. So I, I would agree. say a high. In, yeah, I would say a high and a right to the first. So I understand what Demarcus is saying. And I was on that level. But like I, you're both learning at the same time. And that's what that's where you have to get to. 
And so my yeah, I agree with that. With that is the only problem with that is it's in my opinion it's easy for us. It's easier for us because we understand, you know, what we what the end state is, right? So we know how we need to approach it for them. But for them, it's like this is now or fucking never. Like I gotta, I gotta be this. Like they, they don't yeah, right. necessarily have that foresight to say I need to, I need to back it down a little bit. Right, bro. But it's 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 like a step in process. You know what I mean? It's just like learning a new job. Like your boss probably wants you to hit the ground running, but you can't. You have to learn it. And it's the same thing for teenagers. They're a now thinker. As we get older at our ages, we're backwards thinkers. Like we, we come up with a process before we actually get to action. Correct. But the problem is that we need to, if we're not already doing it, we should be prepping them for that prior to hitting that range of teenagers. True, but imagine imagine how much is already on his plate, man. And I'm not talking about like girls. I'm talking about growing up, becoming a man, and school, and being a teenager. I would just say you are 100% right because I used to be like that. But you have to sit him down and say, hey, man, I'm here for you. I'm still your father. But if you want to be successful, this is what I need from you so I can help you be successful. Yeah. The the other the other thing to that also that I didn't mention was when you consider teenagers, right? There's two forms of teenagers. So you got you got a, a female and a male, and having both of those in my house right now, you see that you can't approach every problem. No. If they have if they have the same exact problem, for example, right? Whatever it may be, it cannot be approached the same way. So with you, Demarcus, having a 16-year-old male is a lot different than when I'm approaching my 17-year-old female, right? My 13-year-old, he's getting to the point where I can start treating him like you're, how you're treating your 16-year-old. But I know in my mind that I have to approach both situations differently. Hey, man, I know the yeah, problem so, with everybody's so, situation. When they're 12 so years old, you got to punch them in their chest. As hard as Whoa, you can. Calm down. Oh, calm, down. calm down. Calm down. Calm down. But listen, go that, listen. Listen. So, that so, original T nice. I like that. So, so to your to your point, I currently now, as of last week, I have a 13 year old female teenager, and I have a 16 year old male yeah, teenager. And I will promise you that my 13 year old is way, way more advanced and way more cognizant of what needs to be done in her day-to-day -day life and how she needs to work. But that's all male-female teenagers, bro. Hey, I believe that's, that's it, yeah. the way it is. And you, you know what? Female, that's male and female as a whole. You guys are just slow. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying. Thank you. Thank it's you. A proven, it's a proven fact. Females mature way faster than males. I'm glad and you're that, in this chat right now, too, Diana. Yeah. Thank and, you. And not only that. That's, that's but, why we uh, have her. You, you had a lot of learning <laughs> curves. You had a lot of learning curves with your 16 year old, you know, like first time being a parent. Yep. What do I do? What's going on now with your with your daughter who is younger? You said, hey, you know, what? we tried that. It didn't work. Let's try something different. And and so your your parenting has matured and that helps the younger children mature at a, at a faster rate, too, because you've had so much trial and error. So like I'm the oldest, I'm the knucklehead. I'm always I'm always jacking something up. Right. Well, my parents. Like they learned on me and I learned from them. And then my, my younger brother and my youngest brother, they both have uh, had had different experiences growing up, even though my parents won't admit that. 
That's true, well, though. That makes yeah. sense. I grew up in a Haitian household, and I hear what you're saying right now, but I got six That's brothers. a different breed. That's yeah, different none breed. of us know what a Haitian household point, looked like. None of us. They all yeah, were treated exactly the same, and so did I. I think what I just assume y'all, y'all, y'all was born is that she's figured it out. Like, I, was I born know with a what his dad's trigger. You don't know. And if you ain't you never said, had a machete thrown at you or a chancla or anything. You said thrown? Man, you know how heavy a machete is. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> or a water hose uh, as a like belt what? or any of these things. Man, all six of them got treated the exact same way. My mom's teaching style did not change. However, I think I learned by watching what they were doing of what pitfalls to avoid. Again, because I was a girl and those were boys. Yep. And I just figured out that the easiest way to let my parents know that I was listening is to do what they asked because I knew if I did, I was going to get that. Boys are knuckleheads. You could give them every tool known to mankind. And I can tell you right now, they ain't gonna use dealing it. with my kid now, I still want to punch him in the chest because he feels as though he's entitled. And I, I promise you, he's not 100%. entitled by no means. 100%. But he feels entitled and he thinks that he knows everything, and all I'm trying to do is lay out the areas that he needs to avoid. And he but don't want to hear Marcus it because he thinks he knows everything. He don't want to hear it because he thinks he knows. And the thing is, is this isn't a you know one step process. This is 16 years worth of hey, this is what you need to do in order to be prepared for whatever the small job you started with, whether it be weeding or mowing the grass or just having responsibilities. None of the basis or the foundations has changed from what DeMarcus has taught him. His son has just figured out that he thinks he knows more. And so when you get yeah. kids like that, you can be as receptive and you can be a parent who's completely emotional involved. But I can tell you from the parent who's looking at her child go down a path that wasn't great, I couldn't have done anything else the way I thought it could have been done, listening, you know, trying to be a lending ear, trying to provide the, the life lessons I've learned and still watch my kid go down a path that everybody else yeah. has traveled and go, what the hell did I do wrong? I've tried the 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 listening approach, I've tried the hard knocks approach, I've tried the supportive counseling approach, and a kid will make up their mind the way they want to do it. So all you can do is just provide the tools, but it's up to your kid whether or not they want to accept it. And the kids, these this day and age, do not care because electronics and everything, everything is at the tip of their fingers to where they're like, I'll just Google it anyways, or... My friend said this, and so you, you're battling the rest of the millennials who have given them all of this crap in school, and then all the old school lessons you learn. And you're, like you said, you are. You're trying to find a happy medium, but kids make up their minds. And at some point, you have to say, "Well, my kid is at this age, and he's going to be this way, no matter how much I try to put forth an effort." I think kids, especially boys, are just dicks. They're just assholes well, all you. the time, well, and it takes you. them turning 35, and I can't 35? for my kid to say, Mom, you know what? Thank I just turned 35. Because at this point, I ain't heard Well, I'm 37, so I'm still so, learning. You old as shit. You should be learned already. All right, hey, so listen. Hey, hold, 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 hold on. We're going to shut, gonna shut this thing. one off. We're going to shut this one off. Hold on. I got a pro tip. 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 Hey, don't punch him in the chest. Hit him in the throat. If you punch him in the throat, they're going to be down. 
for the count a little a lot longer than if you punch him in the chest. That's a oh, little that's pro good. tip that's for good. me. That's All right, cool. Child yeah. abuse is a thing. Your throat don't, don't, don't remember that. Don't, All right, listen. So uh, we're gonna transition. So our um, next topic is uh is music, new music versus uh old music, and, and what do you, what do you guys got? Okay, oh. so this is. And so here we go. Here we go. This is my this is my actual topic and that I mentioned that I wanted to bring up, because if you look at like music and the platforms that it's able to be like distributed at. Right. You feel like I feel like before your music had to be pretty good to get to like a national or international platform. Right. But I feel like now in the age of the Internet, which is not a problem, I'm not saying, you know, use all your uh, that's a good track right there. But using your resources is a thing. I'm not hating on that. But what I say is the caliber of music. And I think I'm more referring to, and it's just because it's what I listen to, but like hip hop, for example, I feel like if you just have a, a banging beat that goes hard with a good chorus, maybe you won't even hear, you won't even hear or know what these guys are actually rapping these days. So here's my question. Who, who remembers that Murphy Lee track, right? The track was simple. It, said, it went some shit like the, what the hook gonna be? Uh-oh, I don't need no yeah. fucking hook on this beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he yeah, literally yeah, clearly yeah, said, yeah. listen, all I need is a fucking track in the background. That's what he said. Right. So I just I just it baffles me how music has changed, right? And you really don't need to be that good. And you know, this even goes back to that time frame. I would say what that's like 2005 or so. I'm not saying that just the music now. Because I think, like, if the guys from the set that were making music in the seventies listen to the music in the eighties, are going to be like, "What the hell is this?" The, and so on and so forth. Going right. through the nineties, early two thousands to the twenty twenties now, right? Which is crazy to believe. But I did want the opinion of somebody because we're fortunate enough to have somebody that's been here around for five decades of music and Vic Damone. And I wanted to kind of oh, see shoot. What, what his take hey. on music was. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really glad you went ahead and uh, and loaded up your pistol and took a few shots. <laughs> he didn't hey, take a few. This, <laughs> this is, this is uh, yeah, that, and reloaded. Yeah, he he, he doesn't let the whole clip ride. Um, <laughs> how I how I look at it, I really think that that music addresses like genres and things like that, right? But but everything is focused on the what's going on now, and for the for the target audience, it's a younger audience, right? right. The, the younger musicians are targeting the younger audience. The okay. musicians from when I was growing up, uh, like hip hop rap was what I grew up on. So like Too Short, E-40, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, uh, the Wu-Tang Clan, Biggie, Tupac, um, they, they were focused on the audience and that's what I grew up with. So that's what I maintain. I, I, there was clarity in the lyrics. There was uh, the, the production was good and everything flowed real well. And that's what, that's what we became accustomed to. Well, the, the target audience now has a different set of emotional issues they're going through. They have a different liking for things and, and people now are just, they get on stage and they yada, 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 a lot, a lot, a lot, and I don't understand it, but the target audience really gets it and they're vibing off that. Um, mm -hmm. if you go back and look at like the Sugar Hill gang and rappers delight and things like that, uh, the, the flow and the, the content and everything was, was pretty simple, but at the same time, like it had the vibe of, of that time frame where everybody was kind of, you know, it was a little bit of a party and things were going on. And, and so, like you said, you know, the, the, the Sugar Hill gang may look at NWA and say like, what are y'all doing? 
And NWA really set a trend, right? They, they came out and did a whole new thing. Um, but I've noticed the same thing in, in, um, in rock and roll and alternatives where okay. you had, you had like the doors, uh, the grateful dead, Jimi Hendrix, uh, doing, doing their thing with rock and rolling. And as you move into the eighties, uh, Ozzy Osbourne type and, and, uh, Nirvana See? and guns and roses, Metallica like, music here. Here we go. We getting a lesson guys. I'm just saying like, like that, mm -hmm. that time frame of music changed. It was different from the seventies. Right. But yep. then as you grow into the nineties, um, and, and things continue to change and then you got different branches, right? So like ska and, uh, there are different types of death metal, speed metal, things like that. Like it all started to branch out and it's continued to grow from there. They all have a target audience. Yep. So today specifically with hip hop, I am no longer the target audience. And it's really hard for me to relate to, I think, they, you know, like some of the uh, mumble rapper type rappers right. where I just, I don't follow what it is they're talking about. Yep. So, you know, yeah, you can, you can say I'm stuck somewhere in between like 92 and 2002. And every now and then you'll get something that comes out that I'll, that I'll really ride with. But for the most part, that's kind of my target, target of uh, uh, music. Okay. Anybody so else? Got I, I, I say this because today was tricky. Um, because I was in a meeting, like a, a, a real adult meeting, and homeboy said, yeah, "Real adult meeting." I'm still trying to figure don't that out, but I'm gonna look. Look, you wouldn't know. You don't go to meetings. But homeboy said, "What you need to do?" He said, "What you need to do is you need to make sure that WAP is good. That WAP." I said, "WAP," and all my students started laughing. They were like, "WAP," and so we left the meeting, and I said, "Hey, man, what's going on? Why y'all start laughing?" He's like, "Cause we." We sure that he just said that he was trying to get that wet ass pussy. And I was like, no, nah, man, I'm pretty sure he was talking about that wireless access point. But um, <laughs> so we went back into the meeting. We said, hey, we said, we said, hey, bro, man, you need to. Uh, man. He was like, hey, we were like, hey, bro, you need to be careful when we're saying WAP. He's like, why? He's like, he's like, because we thinking we, we thinking wet ass pussy and we like we in. And he like, no, nah, I was talking about wireless access point. What y'all what, what y'all thinking? I was like, bro, you need to listen to the radio. <laughs> Damn. But it, yeah, it was in there. It's, you were there. Yeah, there was a uh, there was definitely definitely a lot of changes, man. And I just feel like me and my kids, particularly, we have this conversation all the time. And even even with the younger crowd that I work with, we, even though I don't interact with them very often, but whenever whenever I do, and music comes up, it's just I feel like that old guy that I used to make fun of, you know, yeah. when I was that young person, right? You know. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's sad. It's sad to think about, or it's you know because you want to accept that. Bro. I know, man, yeah. and I don't want to accept it, man. It's just hard, but nah, 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 that, that ain't gonna, that ain't gonna happen. You want to yeah, take that? Yeah, rock I would, continues to flourish. Uh, yeah, you just gonna have to sit that one on back. Yeah, I'll be sitting in the car listening to Eminem, and my son be like, "You need to turn that off. That's trash." I was like, "Eminem?" He's like, "Yeah, dad, <laughs> put on Big Sean." I said, like, "Big Sean." All right, whatever, man. Yeah, I try. And then, and then, and then yeah, here's, here's so, the other thing, too, though. Whenever I try to, like, blend in with them, for example, like, let's say me and my son go somewhere, right? And and I'm like, hey, man, like, you know, here here's my phone. Pick something you want, and we'll, we'll vibe out to it, and we'll talk, or we'll do whatever, right? And I'd say maybe a couple yeah. minutes into it, I'll be like, man, what in the world is all of this shit? And he'd be like, oh, this is... <laughs> 
Y'all not even cool. Yeah, like this is this is this is Lil Yachty. This is uh yo young NBA. I'm like, what? The the NBA has a rapper, and he's like, no. He's like, it's like no. It's the name of the rapper. He's like the hottest rapper out right now. They're saying he's this generation's Tupac, and I'm like, you know what? Let me listen to this guy, right? And I said, ain't no way this guy is this age Tupac. All he says, all he does yeah, is cuss yeah, like so every word. But you age. gotta realize it's a, it's a different, yeah. it's a different culture, like a different age. Like what it they is. think is good is a not what we think was good. A completely right. different generation. It's a completely different generation, different thought process, and different outlooks and views on life. Yeah. And as no, much I, as we want to, like, jump in and shape the younger generation's views to be more like ours, we need to understand and accept the fact that this is the way things are moving. And and we can do a lot, right? We can we can advise and we can help and we can do what we need to do. But we're going to remain the way we are, and they're going to be the way they are. Segue. Yep. Good segue. So I was yeah. For me and my for me and my kids, right? So I listen to music All with 17. my kids and everything. <laughs> yeah, and eleven and a half. Right? Um, now I'm gonna be a hundred percent. Man said he works with one of his baby's mamas right now. <laughs> Oh hell! Oh, don't go there! Don't go there! Shoulda, coulda, woulda! Shoulda, coulda, woulda! Put a bun in that damn oven. But <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so I listen to music with them. I just, if it's old school, new school, but whatever it is, right? If it, they not talking about nothing, I ain't listening because you got some new school rappers that's out now or whatever, right? And I listen to them, but if they not talking nothing, I'm I'm done. I need you to say something. I ain't talking about no old school rap from the '80s and you telling the story. Right. But you got to put some things. Look, that remind me of Drake. That remind me that Drake song. Old school '80s songs. That's probably where I fit in at at this point. With half of the shit y'all saying, because I don't listen to the radio this much. I don't even know who a little anybody is. I hear about people dying on Facebook. And it's like, oh, little, you know, turbulence boy here has died. Turbulence <laughs> boy. <laughs> no, I don't know. Turbulence so, boy. What are you dying at? at this point, I'm still in the Al Green phases. Like, Ooh, she said Al Green. Don't do that. It's it's what I grew up on. So at this point, I feel all out of place. Look, we just lost. We just lost half of our demographic. They're gonna be like, who the fuck is Al Green? <laughs> Hey, Google it. You need to be able to have that conversation, that argument, you know, big Luther or skinny Luther. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right? Yo, my wife don't listen to skinny Luther. Yeah, no, you can't, man. Yeah, everybody, everybody, knows, everybody knows big Luther it's was big the money that's right. That's yeah. right. So I believe hey. that. Look, this well, is the funny part is my kids. Time. This is my kids era. have been listening to old school R and B since they were babies, mm. and now they listen to this. Bullshit. Well, it's actually look. their nah, bullshit. Nah, nah, just nah, so nah. you know, like this isn't our era anymore. This is theirs. So I think at this point we have to get on their train instead of them trying to get on the train that we keep reminiscing nah. on. I ain't getting on nobody. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come in there. I'm gonna come in there with a tape. Come little yachty, little. Whatever. No. Little well, Yachty. His name is Little Yachty. So whatever. <laughs> so if Lil Yachty or Yachty is the newest thing, yeah. I mean, She's a at this point. <laughs> she drank a lot on her yeah. Yachty. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Hey, listen, listen, fuck that. Wherever I go, I'm taking an MC Hammer disc and I'm going to bust out something too legit. I don't give a you fuck gonna, where we at. Too legit. Hey, you, you better do your fingers you right. You better do your fingers right. You put up a peace sign and an L, two legit. Damn hammer. 
Look, they said hammer. Don't. I was like, okay. I ain't gonna lie, man. Hey, so I don't listen to none of this music, right? But I heard, um, y- y'all heard of Meg The Stallion? Who? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, Not, no, yeah I yeah. heard of her because I've been so, checking her so out. Yeah, so I heard. I started actually listening to her. Right. I'm like, let me see what she got. Right. Nope. No. I, I was like, let me nope. see what she got nope. when when old Tory Lanez wanted to shoot her on the foot. You know, when T Nice wanted to shoot her on the foot. But. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, whoa, whoa. He said you short. He said you came up short. (laughs) Hey, they got a video of Tory Tory Lanez is sitting on a normal couch, right? And then they got a video just showing the legs just kind of dangling on there. Him and Kevin Hart. Y'all need to all day. But back to that, man. I ain't listen to her, and I still don't listen to her, right? It's maybe except with uh, WAP, and I'm not talking about wireless access point. But uh, you need to watch the video. Just watch the video, all right? Yeah, I mean the video, yeah, but I ain't yeah, heard the I ain't heard the song. I started looking her up on like they're like, yeah, she is exquisite when it comes to like twerking, and I I looked her up, man. I was quite impressed. I was actually mad at Tory Lanez for shooting her in the piggy toe. Yeah, man, how would you? How dare you take an American Idol and try to attack? Yeah, one hundred percent. He probably watched it the night before. Quick. Yo, did y'all see the meme where they had with that Harlem Knights photo in the back? I need y'all to keep it all the way together because what I don't need to yeah. man has to do is confine oh, any sure of you and shoot y'all in the foot, so leave that man alone. Sure. <laughs> oh, fuck him. Fuck him. Oh, you going to shoot me in the pinky <laughs> toe, huh? You want to hit people with garbage cans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he... He, he was ridiculous, man. I understand being short, but damn, you don't got to shoot a guy. Uh, you better quit with me. Damn, yeah, man. But yeah, that, I mean, that's that's my take on music. I, I think we got a pretty good, you know, t- everybody's take. And it is true. You know, it is evolution. Yeah. Every, like everything else, everything evolves, right? So I think, you know, at the end of the day, I, yes, you know, don't completely toss out everything that you grew up on. And if you can, you know, try to pass that on. To you know, to the younger generation, at least some to have some sort of like roots in there, but you know, at the same time, we need to also remember that when we were coming up, how music changed, and we were that change, and then we ended up moving forward, and that's where we're at now. Right. All right. So we got two more topics, right? So I'm gonna let us kind of verge where we go. Either we could talk about COVID hotspots, or we could talk about getting old. And I think in the last conversation, we actually. Almost kind of talked about yeah. getting old, which is it's a horrible not, topic, in yeah. my opinion. Well, it's, maybe just a little bit. So, really, this was my topic, but it wasn't old. It was about being relatable to some of the things that you heard. I got a couple that I looked up, and you just tell me if you can relate to it, right? So, somebody posted, um, I'm so old, I remember when fame was a, was a byproduct of talent. Now people just know people, Ooh, right? Yeah. So people know people. That's ego and that's, that's right? Say that again. Say that again. That's so she said, uh, I'm so old. I remember when fame was a byproduct of talent. Like mm. you had talent to be famous. Yeah, that meant, that meant you had to have right. talent and to so, reach fame. Not you got fame, yep. right. but you're not so talented. Another person responded, yeah, now we just make stupid and talentless people famous. Ergo that. Catch me outside. How about that, idiot? I, cre- I look. I I agree with but, that one hundred percent. But look, Catch is, is there a difference between famous and infamous? <laughs> Ooh, very oh, good. There is a difference, but explain to us the difference. Well, no, I mean that, that's that's just the the thing, right? It's like famous. That was a question, when I, by when the way, of, Marcus. When I think of famous, I'm looking at um like people who are talented, people who are doing things, uh, 
whether it be musicians or actors or, um, you know, somebody doing something that is positive, productive, or basically good. Um, infamous to me is, is looking at somebody who's well known for a bad quality uh, or, or something, you know, dumb, you know, uh, some, some people say, here's, some here's people say problem. at the end here's of the day, uh, number 45 may be more infamous than famous, right? Correct. But here's my, here's my take on it. Right. So once upon a time, we, 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 uh, evolved people or we, we raised people up who had talents, right? But right now it seems to be that if you are in the spotlight long enough, for people to know you, there are going to be half of the community who are going to agree with what you did, whether no matter if it's good, bad, or indifferent, and half that are go against you, right? But the more you replay that track, or you replay that instance in life, or you replay that that snapshot in time, you become known in the community, or you become known throughout. And I'm, you know, I follow that, but I'm list, saying that right? there's a difference and between famous and infamous. You're known either way, right? We all know we all know who Hitler right. is, right? But I wouldn't call him famous. I would say he's infamous. Oh, hell yeah. Right? Like I like that. You, okay. You, you are correct. Right. The 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 more the more plays, the more views, the more likes, the more follows, the whatever brings attention to that thing. But that doesn't make the person famous. Mm -hmm. It can also make them infamous. That's all okay. that's all I'm saying. Um, so are we are we gonna be right. are we gonna be famous or infamous? Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I would rather be infamous. Seems to be the way to go. So that's they just kind of Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Just, yeah, but it's just like he said earlier. Like you just feeding into the generation, and that's what's making them famous slash infamous. Right. right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. They just feed in the crowd. But this is what I mean you know, by because, not necessarily. So that's just the way the world is going. Not being hold on, Diana. Right, Diana so got listen, What you got? So listen. I said, that's what I mean by. Not necessarily mm. being old, but not being able to relate. I know he's so trying to cut me off. Not getting older, doesn't right? Mean, right? Right? You know, you don't know what you're doing. It's just be getting older and not being able to relate to the current, you know, times and being able to say, "Yeah, I can understand from that person's point of view why you're infamous or you're famous." So that's kind of where I was going with it. Got you. So here's here's what I got right because I like to know oh, the definitions you know. of things, right? So I Google the word famous. The word quiet. famous simply means known about by many people that's okay. all it means and then what's infamous because i know you got to give us the offset to it okay yeah i'm gonna have to look up infamous yeah, and give me like two seconds so, somebody smell it out for him somebody so smell it out for him oh stop so while he's looking at yeah, that another one that okay okay look i'm ready y'all can stop talking now <laughs> infamous says <laughs> infamous says well known for some bad quality or deed so either way i feel like like if you're infamous or famous people know about you like they they know of some form or fashion of, of right. why you that's, exist. That's, it's just one is a negative condensation and the other one is possibly, hopefully, a, right. a and, positive. And that's, that's what I look at. You know, it's either positive or it's not. Um, and how and how everybody Correct. how everybody views it is going to be different. So, hey, I guarantee yeah. you there's a ton of ignorant uh, type individuals who's like, catch me outside. Oh, man, that's awesome. Catch me outside. How about that? Yada, 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 yada. Right. When, when I look at that, I'm like, man, is this the level of education that is across America? Um, right. It but I mean, like so, I mean, I so what I'm saying is like 50% of people may say, oh, no, she's famous. That's the catch me outside girl. How about that? 
And then that's there's other people that are like, no, nah, that's that that's, that's that ignorant ass chick who was on fucking TV talking that stupid shit. And that's and that's and that's when you do, you you acknowledge or ID the level of ed- education in which right. other people hold. Because I ain't gonna lie to you, I wouldn't mind being on a T Pain track and being famous. You know, right? No, I got you. I'm, I'm following what you're saying, right? And 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 we can tie it back into music. How I look at some of these people, and I'm like, man, your your uh, your lyrical content just isn't there, but. But still, um, if there's a positive message or that individual is doing something positive with their publicity or their uh, their newfound fame, so to speak, then I think that that person is famous. If they are taking it and they are being negative, then they're infamous. And I think there's a difference. Now, the relatability, the relatability has a lot to do with which which uh, which side you fall on. Right. Um, There there could have been 13 year old people who are like, oh, my gosh. That's my idol. Look how she's standing up to people and really bought into that. And there could be other people who look at it like, nah, you're, you're pretty much a dummy. But the, yeah, you're but the sad part about that, is, right? The sad part about that is it's the perspective. But it's always going to be that way. And it, yeah. You know, Correct. I mean, there, there are people, there are 100% people that thought that what Hitler was doing was absolutely right. Right. I mean, they still exist today. That's the that's the yep. way we need to go. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm on the other side of that. I don't think he was right. I don't think anything he was doing was about that business. But Bro, I would hope you're on the other side of that because you don't fit the, the, the dynamic. In which no, I'm, I'm a little bit bigger for. than uh, than his model uh, individual. Um, but you ain't blind. Or you, you, you are, you are either, obviously so. uh, absolutely correct, sir. All I'm saying is. um the depending on your view, your personal view of that situation is going to determine whether you find said individual famous or infamous. And to to what we were talking about, what Dana was bringing up is the older you get, the further removed you are uh, from what that younger generation is is starting to idolize and what they're starting to build behind. So, right. So absolutely. Yep. So it's a lot of things that we take for granted now, like. Um, if you tell your kid to get off the phone, what do you say? Get off the phone or do you tell them to hang the phone up? I say hang now, that motherfucking I, phone up so I come in there and bust your ass. don't know how to hang up phones. They hit the end button. First of all, who still, first of all, I'm sorry, this is a sidetrack. Who still has a house phone? <laughs> yeah, that is a good, that's a good point. Someone, who in here has no, a house I, phone? I, I, tell I me now. Phone, but I don't have a house phone. Exactly. Yeah, so nobody has house terms, phones anymore. Like, hey, hang up the phone. I know you do. We all do, but that doesn't. Yeah, hang up the phone, register. get off the phone. But I'm not talking about that rotary joint, you know. It ain't no cord attached. That's how we know you even old because Listen, nobody first of all, had rotary first of all, phones at this point. Well, I'm just talking about dial tone phones. You talking about rotary? You kids should be turning your phones in at a certain time of night anyway. So hang up is one thing, and the second part is. Do you have a kid that speaks on the phone, or do you have a kid that texts? That's the question, because this yeah, is the text. Both. I, both. Yeah, both. Both. Yep. You're right, man. I, I, uh, I would much rather talk to somebody on the phone than text, but some people, that's the only way they communicate. Right. Unless, unless they're in person. This, this other one hit me very uh, closely for DBE. It says, you know you're getting old when you, people your age are having babies on purpose. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Ooh, yeah, because I don't know. So here's my question to you: How many of us in this group had babies on um, purpose? I have purposely not had children of my own. This last, yeah, this last one. This yeah. last one was on purpose. 
You silly. And you silly. You should be shot because the last one yeah, so. playing about. And you the same one that said you can't accept being old. So let me let me give you yeah, let me let me give you a little backstory on this. Nah, man. nah, nah, nah. So, no, listen, nah, listen, no, listen, listen. So 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 since my he, since my 13 year old was born, right? If my wife could have popped out another baby nine months later, she would have, right? It took her 12 years because he was 12. He just turned 13, like when she was like three months old or something like that. But it took her 12 years of convincing for me to finally cave, man. And I couldn't get another dog. I couldn't do anything. So I, I caved and I thought it was a good idea. I so thought you came up with a baby instead of trying to argue for a dog. You didn't no, come up with she, diamonds? You couldn't get more diamonds? Because this time I'm like, hey, okay, I'm thinking, hey, here's another set of diamond earrings. Like, I'm okay with that. Or, said, nah, what, about man. A or a baby? what about a turtle? Like, oh. you just came up with a baby. And, and he, he, I would have just stood my ground. I was like, hey, if you don't, if, if you want a baby and I can't provide it, then we need no, to send this. No, nah, that ain't First of all, I, yeah, and I'm and listen, being being Latino, I got that you know that real strong you know it's stick. Oh, yeah, that's what you I'm know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you sleep next to her, she's pregnant. But what I'm saying yeah. is, you could have split the bed in half and bought a gerbil, and you'd have been good. And you ain't getting no. Away from the man. Got two. Brother, you can't even do nothing with the gerbil. Single beds that are separate. That's what I'm. Would you rather have a gerbil or a baby waking you up at five thirty? So first of all, the baby don't wake me up because I was like, you wanted this baby, so you do all that other shit. Even even when she leave for work. First of all, you talking all that hard shit right now, but we know you was baby nah, my, a couple weeks ago. Hey, in my yeah, defense, my, my wife, my wife, hey, my wife still give her natural milk, so I'm kind of good on that thing. Oh, also, also, uh, uh, admin note: I was told that it can't be called babysitting if yeah, you're here. I heard that too. No, nah, I oh, nah, redact that admin note. Nah, it's babysitting. <laughs> babysitting is when you do it willfully but if the wife pop smoke you stuck and i and i you're right hey look i'm still babysitting adults up in this house so that's babysitting so you go yeah redact that statement but that's that that's volunteer work no, I, you volunteer no, I that i promise you mm. no i didn't uh you picked him on his road show i think the smartest person in here right now is Vic Damone. he ain't got no kids my brother. Uh, That's he why does. He, he has two kids, whether they stepped or not. Them his kids. Yeah, but that see, they inherited though. You know, that's fine. I got hey, you know, I hey, I inherited two myself. All right, but at the end of the day, I just I know I know the mindset that you have to have going into that. You sure and do. and oh man, I just I can yeah, I look I back, man. That mindset though. I still want my own. Exactly. You know what I mean. Ooh. So. Yeah, see, that's oh, what I damn. do. We gotta I got that wrong. I got something in my throat. Yeah. No, I, and I, I hear 50, y'all, right? I hear y'all, but at what, age, at what age do you stop, though? You have 53 right now, so like, how many years you got left? 53 in the P. <laughs> Dang, yeah. you, heard, you heard that? Hey, listen. Dang. When are they going to check your prostate and make sure everything's still good? That's what I'm wondering. Oh, like, wait, wait, wait. As long as he ain't, as long as he ain't shooting okay. dust. Right, when I guess. do you start shooting dust? That's what I'm getting at. Like, is that uh, a thing? They're going to start checking your blood sugar level. 85. Actually, Victor, 85. Oh, actually, you good, because now that I think about it, I'm the last of six, and my dad was actually 56 when I was born. So you're oh, good, my brother. Years. You good. You good, my brother. You know what you did, but you only got two You years. carried you on that same legacy. Look at you over here. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I was born. I was born an uncle already. 
Oh. I mean, DB, that mean DBE got a couple more years. He's going to have a couple more kids. Nah, man, I'm done. You know what? The universe was also talking to me, guys, because after this baby was born, right? This is like she was born in December, right? So a year later, I had my I had my appointment set, get my little snip snip, and what happens? Yeah. Motherfucking Rona. And, they, and you know what? They cut off every elective surgery. I'll be honest with you. I was I was the th- same thing. I was considering it, not really hard, but I was considering getting the snip. But with the Rona, yeah, so I, there's I no option. Now. It's not an option. When my young, when my wife was pregnant with the youngest, once she hit her mm. third trimester, the doctor said the baby was uh, healthy. I walked right down the hall. I didn't even leave the hospital. <laughs> Damn. I, I dropped drawers and laid on the. Nah. He said, "I ain't got an appointment." He, I ain't got an appointment. But if you could do this for me, I would. I would be right. there on the desk. I just laid there butt naked and like, "Yo, do this right now." Me and T Nice were in the same boat. <laughs> I was like, "Can y'all hit the? Can y'all do two birds, one stone? Get that baby exactly, and let's go ahead and call this a quits because we're not doing. Yeah, this we again. done. That's it. We're my out. wife said, "Oh, the baby's the baby's healthy. All right, bet. Let's go ahead and make this right. The yep. elevator is on the left. Yep. Nope, I'm going." Right to the dock. So you taking you taking walk ins? Yep, I, I told you I, I laid on top of the secretary butt naked crazy. and say, "Hey, do that with that." Yep. <laughs> on the secretary. Yep. On the hey, secretary. Use that keyboard. Uh, use that note, whatever you need. Wow. <laughs> he brought his own tools. Yeah. Yeah. He like I got. He like I got this wrench and this screwdriver. Yeah, what else uh, do you take need? Take that sticky note. Uh, use them Clorox, Clorox wipes, uh, disinfect it, and go ahead and make it happen. And get the gorilla yeah, glue. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. I'll, hold my t-shirt, I'll hold my t-shirt up while you work. <laughs> nope, I'm out. I'm out. Mr. T. My, nice. Don't mess my t-shirt hey, I'm just up. Saying. This doctor looking at you like, Mr. T. Nice, why do you have an erection right now? Oh, it's been a while. Hey, no, nah, he just be like, this. that's the reason why I need this cut because this thing don't go down. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So the lady says, stretch out. So, yeah. No, right there. I'm back, back. Yep. All right. So, uh, with, with that being said, Honestly, I think we kind of hit our time and we kind of hit the wickets. I think this was a really good, uh, oh, yeah. a really good session. So we've uh, we covered parenting, uh, we covered new music versus uh, old music, and we also uh, covered the idea of of aging. Um, so uh, with that being said, um, this is uh, Demarcus Black signing out. Peace. For talk four. Peace. Appreciate so, y'all. Uh, appreciate it.